Hi, my name is Amy Magstat, and this podcast is all about my journey with endometriosis. I hope in sharing my story, it may help others who may be suffering and to know you are not alone. Welcome to It's All in My Head. Hi, welcome back to It's All in My Head. It's Amy. I'm recording for the month of June 2021. However, hello, whenever you're listening to this, doing once a month podcast, it's shocking to me how much actually changes in that month. Um, So much has happened (laughs) since the last time I recorded. So I'm just going to do a quick update and uh, let you know where I'm at. So after I recorded the last podcast, I had my appointment with a specialist um, regarding my hip pain and... I was at the end of my last podcast, I was really um, worried about this appointment because I've had such a bad history with going to the doctors and being believed. So I was pleasantly surprised again when I went to see this specialist that he listened to me. He believed me. He explained to me. It was amazing again. Um... I feel like this is how it should be when you go to the doctor with something going on, that you go in, you have a complaint or something that you're worried about. They listen to you, they explain to you what the options are, and they listen to you and, you know, give you a treatment plan. And that's what I got. Um, The appointment was about 45 minutes long, and he was in the room probably 40 minutes of it. I couldn't, I was, I'm still in shock sharing that. He went over all my images with me. He showed me where the tear was. He actually did um, some x-rays, which I hadn't had done because he wanted to check um, my hips since that's where um, the tear was located. Brought out a book with all these pictures of different patients and procedures he had done of things that he might find. Explained to me how common it is for women especially after having a vaginal birth to have a labrum tear. He went over all the different options of things that I could try. And then he also um, went over surgery and said that that was probably my best option, which I agreed. I don't want to, you know, live my life in pain, uh, limping around. I have two little boys. I want to be able to be active. And so that's what I chose to do. I am now six days post-op from a hip arthroscopy where they repaired um, my tear and uh, found a bone spur that they shaved down, which made me feel incredibly old. If you don't know what that surgery is, it's um, a, where they take two injection sites, use a camera, and then repair the stuff. So it's not um, an open, like my whole hip didn't have to get open, which is awesome. But I am still restricted. Um, it sounds like I will have pain walking for about four to six weeks. And I can't go back to my nursing job for about three months, which is incredibly um, overwhelming at some stance, but as I'm recovering, I'm realizing, yeah, that sounds about right. So before I go too much further into the recovery process, I want to talk a little bit about 
what your labrum is and about the tear itself. So your labrum is the rim or soft of soft cartilage that surrounds your hip socket. It protects the joint surface and helps with stability of the hip. And so I had a tear. Um, sometimes they have to actually remove the piece. Um, sometimes they can repair it. So thankfully he was able to repair it for me. The symptoms I had were, were pain to my groin area. Um, sometimes um, it would actually feel like it was like from my buttocks straight through to my groin area, to the front of the hip. Um, definitely worse with certain activities, um, like walking, um, sitting for long periods of time, things like that. And the reason I'm mentioning these symptoms is because it got me thinking after he said how common it is for women. Is it common for women with endometriosis? Since that's why I started this podcast, I thought I'm going to do some research. I didn't find any articles relating the two. However, I did go on Nancy's Nook, which is a great resource if you are wondering or if you have endometriosis. And I couldn't believe I typed in labral tears and I found so many members commenting on the fact that they had a tear, they got diagnosed with a tear, they were recovering. It was shocking to me. And so after talking to my doctor, realizing how common it is for women, um, it's important. So if you have had hip pain for a long period of time, that's in your groin or your buttocks, and it's not going away, it's worse with activity, it's definitely something that you need to follow up on. Like I said, I don't know when I had this injury you know, occur. It could have been years ago. It could have been after I had my kids. It could have been recently in February when I started noticing the pain. But we definitely need to remember to listen to our bodies and follow up with it. And it's shocking to me how fast. So I started this pain in February, started talking to a doctor, I think in March or April. In May, was referred to the specialist. And now in the beginning of June, I am you know, recovering from having that injury repaired, which is amazing how fast it went. Um, I think that's how it should go instead of, you know, being in pain and suffering for 11 years and then finally being diagnosed with endometriosis. I think that I'm hopeful that in that case, you know, as far as women's health goes, that hopefully people will get diagnosed with endometriosis much um, sooner then 11 years, three years, five years, like hopefully it will be like something doctors will be asking you when you say you have any type of pelvic pain or GI symptoms. And so that's why I share. I hope that, um, you know, if you do have hip pain, that maybe you just get it looked at. Anyway, let's move on to my recovery because that's what I want to share a little bit about, um, is what it's like, again, having surgery after it's been three years since my hysterectomy. So I was definitely nervous about, you know, going in and having the surgery again, especially not knowing um, the recovery process. I did talk to someone who had had the surgeries, um, kind of was gracious and gave me information on like what clothes to wear afterwards, um, kind of what to expect, but um Hearing it and living it is two different things for sure. Um, my doctor doesn't have restrictions on weight bearing, so I was able to put my put pressure on my foot on my left side um, immediately after surgery. I did use crutches for stability um, 
for about four days. I probably would take them if I knew it was going to be out for a while just to be careful. But um, for right now, I'm able to walk around my house. I'm definitely hobbling, but um, I feel more secure, less pain. It's still uncomfortable. My hip is um, bruised from surgery and sore. I need to ice a lot. I definitely have to limit my activity, which is hard when you're a mom of two, but it's only been six days. And that's what I kind of need to keep reminding myself is the recovery is, you know, three months in my case. And so it's like, give myself a break. It's so hard to do sometimes. The pain isn't too bad. I was able to um, mainly use Tylenol and Motrin. Um, Sleeping is horrible. I'm always have slept on my left side and so not being able to is like against the grain. I lay on my back going, how am I ever going to fall asleep? (laughs) Um, I definitely have tried sleeping on my right and I toss and turn back and forth, but um, I think that's to be expected after surgery. One of the hard parts for me is not being able to work out. Mentally, that is something that really, really helps me. And for at least two weeks, I'm not able to do any um, leg workouts. So I've done some YouTube searching and done uh, a few sitting arm exercises because arms are okay. And of course, I'm not going to burn up a sweat or something, but I definitely feel better moving my body. However, that is even hobbling around my house makes me feel better than just sitting in bed um, for hours on end. I think the hardest complication for me after um, this surgery so far has been my gut, which should not surprise me after my long history. But after surgery and um, having, I took pain medicine the first two nights, um, having my gut like completely stop and be bloated again was miserable. It's It puts you back in those like phases where... I didn't feel good. And although this time I had a reason, it was from surgery, it's not an endo flare, it definitely did not feel good. And so I did a lot of walking, I did a lot of, um, you know, things to help get my gut moving, which took a couple days. And then once my gut started moving, it was like totally irritated again. And I know I've been diagnosed with IBS in the past before. However, I think, I don't know if that was a misdiagnosis and really it was endometriosis or a combo of both. But either way, it's taken me a couple days to get myself, um, you know, feeling less irritated, less pain, less bloated, um, and just trying to really keep my diet clean right now, especially knowing that I'm not going to be able to work out. This is um, a different spot to be in. So looking ahead in the next couple weeks, I am hopeful to have a good follow-up appointment. I have that in a couple days. I'm hopeful to, in a week or so, be able to get on a stationary bike and move a little bit and um, just, you know, keep on recovering. I feel like My mantra needs to be slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) Just take it slow, um, but do my best during this time. 
One of the words that keeps coming up to me is waiting. I am in a period of waiting physically to heal. But in a lot of areas in my life, I've been in a spot of waiting. And one of the books I'm reading um, gave me something to really think about and reflect on and hopefully use in my life. And that is while I'm in this spot of waiting to choose my attitude. How do I want to respond as I wait? What do I want to focus on as I wait? And what can I learn as I wait? It said, at least as important as the things we are waiting for is the work that God wants to do in us as we wait. And I just thought that was so cool and a good reminder that I may not be able to physically move like I want to, but what can I learn in this process? For me, patience. (laughs) Uh, Letting my body rest is not a bad thing. Um, And healing is going to take time. And so I just, I don't know. I thought I'd share that. Maybe it will, you know, give you something to think about while you're waiting for something or working on something. And I think I've shared this verse before and I it just always has stuck with me um, during these times where I'm in pain or can't do things that I, I think I should be able to do or I want to be able to do or feel like I'm struggling and what's the reason. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I will bless you with a future filled with hope and a future of success, not of suffering. And although I may feel like I'm in a spot of suffering, healing, waiting, not being active like I normally am, God has a plan for me. And I believe that with my whole heart. I believe he has a plan for you. And that is my truth. So thanks for listening to It's All in My Head. Talk to you next time.